Hey everyone, it's time again to crack open a cold one and talk real estate with Mike Ferrante from Century 21 Homestar and the 21 Mike team, based in Cleveland, Ohio. We are chatting about all things real estate, from agent training, real estate investing, buyer and seller tips, and more. It's free beer and real estate. What is up, everybody? Today we're going to talk about cyber security, and we've gotten the expert on the topic, literally wrote the book. Uh, Ken Fanger is going to join us. And the bottom line is, guys, while maybe we shouldn't be fearful, uh, is that the bottom line is that we should be concerned. You know, there's huge potential liability involved. Ken's going to share some great stories today about some of those stories. Uh, you know, and as agents and small business owners handling private information for our clients, we really ought to be aware of these challenges and how to address them. So, Without further ado, let me do introductions and we'll get rolling. So I am Mike Ferrante with Century 21 Homestar located in the greater Cleveland area. Our office is based in Solon, Ohio. Beautiful, sunny Solon, Ohio, right, Tony? And uh, Tony Geraci, our broker owner here, is uh, joins us every week. Tony, thanks for being here. I know you have a busy schedule, so appreciate you making the time. No, I always love it. Uh, I love these conversations every week. So, and I'm, I'm excited to hear this one. This is, I love all of them, but this is, this I know is going to be a top of my list. Please, you know, if you're an agent, you got to listen to this. We'll record it. You can play it back. Uh, you can watch it on our YouTube channel. Just look up Mike Ferrante Cleveland Realtor. It'll also live here on Facebook and we'll put it out in the podcast, Free Beer in Real Estate. Uh, the free beer is tomorrow though. So come back for that. Uh, by the way, if you want to get a hold of Tony, Tony makes himself accessible via cell phone. You can text Tony 23 and a half hours a day. He sleeps about 30 minutes every day. You can get Tony at 216-374-1269. And the best way to reach me is Mike at 21mike.com. We'd love to hear your comments for Ken on this one. So if you're whatever platform you're on, please comment, uh, like this and share it with all your realtor friends small business owners, because this is awesome content that you have to have if you're handling clients' information. So let me uh, do a quick intro here. Ken, I'm going to just kind of briefly say what I know about you and Lucy. You guys run a business called On Technology Partners. You specialize in IT support, and you've helped me many times. You know, even a, even a small business like me, I've had trouble with laptops, just little things uh, around the office. Uh, I've dropped off computers to you, and you've helped me out of many jams. Why don't we start there? Uh, talk about On Technology Partners and give me the 50-cent tour of what you guys do and how you uh, help small business owners, and maybe throw in a little bit about Ken Fanger, too. Sure. No. Um, so I've been in the industry for over 30 years, came out of Miami University, and started working when BP was here. I was a payroll programmer way back in the day. Um, but I always wanted to have my own company. And uh, Lucy and I met and we kind of decided to take the leap. Uh, I worked for Benvenue Labs and then that was the last company I ever worked for. I realized I could not handle having a boss. So had to be my own boss to move forward from there. Um, and then was in a great program called 10,000 Small Businesses. And in that about six years ago, they talked about your growth plan and how you change your company. And I saw cybersecurity was coming down the pike. And so I also saw something that I thought was a strange approach to cybersecurity. Everybody talks about the fear. They talk about $17 billion in losses this year. They talk about giant numbers that people can't really understand. 
And one of the things, one of my um, engineers was at a manufacturing plant and they had a server in the plant and he kept trying to get them to back it up. And he kept telling them, you're gonna lose your server. You're not gonna have your data. The plant manager said, I don't care. I went in and said, well, wait a second. Do you know you can't have your line running if that server isn't up? He's like, what are you talking about? I said, all of your orders are on that machine. If that goes down, you can't fill any orders. All of a sudden he really cared about how do you make sure that your server stays up? And that was a big change moment for me. It made me realize we need to make it appropriate. You're talking about realtors. What is it that realtors really value? What do your systems do for you? So when you have these conversations, when you sit down and talk to people, a lot of people start with, I'm too small, nobody cares about me. And then you start to say, well, but what if you can't get to who you need to meet this week? What if you can't get that close? If you're a broker, what if you can't collect those sales that are happening? And all of a sudden it starts to change that conversation. And then you say, well, if I can't close those two houses I'm working on because I couldn't get those meetings set up or I couldn't have those opportunities or I couldn't get the close to get through the bank, that is an effect on what a realtor does. And so those are the conversations I start to have with people because people think they're too small to be a target. People think they nobody cares about them. The problem is, especially now, the Russian war has increased the number of attacks that are happening. And attacking a small business has a lot of value if you can attack 100 or 200 small businesses and put them out of business. And you're talking ransomware, it could only be $500 or $5,000, but I don't want to lose $5,000. Yes, it wouldn't close my business, but it would hurt it. And again, if you get ransomware, one of the things the FBI will tell you is you become a target of opportunity moving forward. Once you get ransomware once and you pay, I tell people, who do you go after? The customers that pay you or the customers that don't? So if you pay on the ransomware, they record you paid and then they try to get you more. So one of the reasons why the FBI says don't pay your ransomware is one to the time they don't open up your files anyways and you become listed as a potential target in the future because you're considered a good customer, which is a funny thing to say about cyber risk, but you are a good customer. You pay, they wanna get paid. They want to make it an effort so that make more money. So that's you know, Ken, I'll, I'll interject a quick story. So uh, I get scam calls all the time. You know, my number is easily accessible. We're published on the internet in multiple places. And one day I got one of these scammer calls. I forget what the exact scam was, but it's one of the many that are going around now. And I actually got the guy talking, you know, and he was from, I would guess India. I'm not sure, but uh, you know, he's, I, and I said to him, I said, you know, you're not going to get me today. You know, I know this is basically, uh, you know, you're, you're trying to get me to, to fork over some money for something. Can I ask you a couple questions? And I, and I asked him, you know, uh, you know, how do you get paid for example? And he said, well, whenever we make a sale, he -hmm. said, those, those were, these guys and gals are working in call centers making sales. So to them, it's a business and I'm a sale. So, so that what you just said makes a lot of sense. Um, and I guess, I guess that's a good segue, and, I, and I'm going to toss this to Tony real quick because I want to hear his thoughts. But what you just said is that me as a small business, as a team, or a realtor, as even a solo single person operation, all the way on up to a brokerage of over 500 agents, even though we're really small businesses, we are still targets, if I'm summing that up correctly. 
so maybe maybe talk about that just a little more because I want realtors to understand they're small businesses and they are targets. And then Tony, the question I'll have for you when Ken is done is I'm, I'm kind of curious from your standpoint as the owner uh, operator of the brokerage, like what your concerns are about cybersecurity as a slightly larger business. So Ken, then Tony, let's uh, lay it on us here. So yeah, as a realtor, you carry a lot of information of your potential clients and that information has value. Um, there's a lot of ways. I did a few months back a fraud podcast for Westfield Bank and you carry information that they can turn around and use to attack your clients. That's just one vector that they use. So they may put out something, oh, um, I'm your realtor because they find out you're doing business with them and I need you to transfer this money for the down payment on the house. Here's the new bank account. Well, people won't think about it. They're excited about a new house. They'll do the transfer. Um, so you carry a lot of information as a realtor, just like a lot of other professional services do. And it's something that has value. Information itself has a lot of value. I know I was talking before, we had a realtor that didn't take credit cards. I don't know why, but when we did a scan of their system, they had over 4,000 credit cards in their emails. An email is not a secure environment. Um, that's a PCI violation, which is the requirements for taking credit cards, but they didn't think anything of it. They deleted the emails because people sent in the information. They sent in bank information and credit card information via email, and they thought they were doing the right thing. They didn't realize it was retained. And that's a lot of what happens is people don't know you have such valuable information inside your systems. So you don't think you need to protect it. You think you're doing a good enough job. And unfortunately, that's when you can get yourself into trouble. Tony, surely we can't be liable for that, though. If they can show it, yes, we can. <laughs> Anybody can. Uh, but one thing that I, I see uh, uh, a lot of, but I haven't gotten all the way to the end of it over the last several years, uh, I, I just feel that there's people out there trying to get, pretend like they're in a sale to get to closing, to try to get some type of uh, number, uh, account number, either our account number, maybe the wire some earnest money or get to the title company uh, and get their information because I have agents that uh, people are calling them outside the country, wherever, trying to buy a house. And I tell this to all of our agents, if, if anybody calls you or texts you or emails you, they say hey, they found you on the internet and they want to buy a house or sell a house, you didn't win the lottery. Let them go. It's a scam. Uh, 99.9%. They didn't find, they didn't win the lottery. Oops, I found you online. No, they're just going realtor to realtor to find, figure out how to do something. And I catch this still to this day, at least once a month, I have an agent call. Well, I'm putting this offer. I'm like, where'd you find these people? They found me on the internet. I'm like, uh, stop talking to them <laughs> stop talking to them now, you know? So yeah. uh, I don't know if either of you have that type of experience too. So yeah, the one I've seen is the, Oh, I work on an oil rig and I can't uh, access my email all the time, but I need you to submit this offer for me. I don't know how that scam works, but let, so let's do this, Tony, as a broker. I mean, if you've already covered it, great, but as a broker handling all these agents, what are what are your biggest concerns? Um, and then let's hand it off to Ken and let him talk to us. You know, let's segue into the book. You know, uh, by the way, I, I'll give that link here in a minute. Let's segue into the book and and have Ken give us a handful of gold nuggets. What we can do about these things? 
Oh, I've had uh, my concern. Well, let me say this. We put the uh, systems in place. We don't get wired earnest money. Our agents don't know, you know, don't give out our account number at all, handle to the title company or send in a check. But I've had agents, not recently, but I've had agents have those those scams like, well, hey, you know, by the way, you know, I'm out of the country. Uh, can I wire you the money? And then some agents are like, I'll give my account number. And then for my experience, you know, just uh, is that it doesn't matter the dollar amount. That's why they're going after people, you know, for for not credit cards, for gift cards, for anything. They'll, they work all day long, uh, all day long work in call centers to get $5 from you. So it could be anybody. They don't care who they go after. They're not going, you know, these people are not going, a lot of them are not going after, you know, multi-million dollar companies looking to try to get millions and millions of dollars. They're trying to get the people for five, 10, $20, $100, that, and then just move on from there. So so I'm, I'm more worried about our agents and their personal information and them getting into them and acting like a buyer, acting like a seller, then, then really getting to the company because we, we kind of shut that down already. Sure. That makes sense. Yep. This podcast is brought to you by Mike Ferrante from Century 21 Homestar and the 21 Mike team, real estate agents serving all of Ohio. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or you're an agent looking to partner with the number two team for Century 21 in the entire U.S., contact Mike via email at mike at 21 Mike. Dot com. So Ken, tell us about the book and uh, go ahead and uh, give us some couple gold nuggets here, what we can do. So the book is Relax, A Guide to Tree Cybersecurity. And the whole approach to the book is the idea that if you're informed, if you understand it better, you should not be in a panic state. Um, I've gone through crisis training and cybersecurity is an example of crisis training. We've gotten calls where people are crying. We've gotten calls. So this is a crisis situation. And one of the things that you learn and the hackers know is that in a crisis, you go into fight or fight mode. And you can get people to do things if you understand that. So that's why you'll see the target link that people click on because you get excited. Oh, I got a $5 gift card. Don't know why I got it, but I got a $5 gift card. The whole point is to socially engineer you to do something before you think. Um, all of us probably remember the Microsoft support scam where your computer literally screams at you with a red screen that says you must call Microsoft right away. The whole point is to cause you to act quickly. Um, one of our customers had actually clicked on that link and they had a remote person connected into their computer. In the time that they clicked on that link, they realized what they did. They called us. I was able to get onto their system. Now we had security things in place. We had what's called uh, application control. So they couldn't run anything. They were trying to run things and they're asking the person to authorize the running. Um, but it took only about 10 seconds for her to realize she made a mistake and she took the right actions after that. That's what the Relax book is all about. We spend so much time trying to make people feel bad about maybe clicking on something by accident. In fact, I was just in Washington for a cybersecurity event and one of the presenters said something that really irked me. He said, you can't patch stupid. And I thought to myself, I hated that statement. I hate that thing. Any cybersecurity person who says he's never been hacked, you probably want to stay away from because 
I'm going to tell you one that happened with Lucy and I right before we put on multi-factor authentication, which for everybody, that's when you have to pick up your cell phone and type in a number in addition to a password. So we were doing that for our email. Lucy ended up going to a bad site right before the um, we activated on her account and some hackers got into her thing and started sending out emails to all of her people. We figured it out within five minutes. We had it shut down within 15 and we actually sent out a notice to every customer saying, we have been hacked. If you see this email, do not respond to it. And we followed, we have a protocol that we'll gladly give to any one of your um, listeners that lists out what do you do when you have an email hack. Uh, and we followed that protocol exactly. So we minimized the damage. But I remember to this day, some of the customers came to us and said, well, you're a cybersecurity company. How could you admit you got hacked? And I told them, the fact that we admitted and we got hacked means we're a cybersecurity company. You have to do the things you tell other people to do. If you get hacked, you should tell people you were hacked so they know to react to it. And we got to get rid of that stigma. And that's kind of what the relaxed book is about, is reducing the stigma when you do get attacked. We should not be punishing people because they click on links. We should be helping them to understand what's happening. And that also, that person who had the Microsoft attack, she had the confidence to call us. She didn't say, oh, I don't want anybody to know I got hacked. She said, I want help. That's what the relax is about. If you feel comfortable that you're not gonna be belittled, if you're not gonna be say patched stupid by the people you work with, you're gonna reach out when something bad happens. And when something bad happens is when you need to know. So that's kind of what the book does. The book talks about personal experiences. That one with Lucy is in there. Um, other personal experiences I talk about, I talk about two different examples of where ransomware happened to two different clients. One was after the fact and the damage it caused. And one was with security procedures in place that let them recover within 15 minutes. And those are the types of things. There are ways to recover. You should never feel that you're a bad person because bad people did something to you. And one of the things I tell people, we all heard about the Target hack where I think it was 300 million credit cards got stolen. That didn't come because they hacked Target. They hacked a local HVAC system. And so you, a lot of companies, now realtors probably don't do this as much, but if you're in corporate real estate, you would, you might have information on your clients. Those clients could be big companies. Like Tony was saying, his organization is secure, so they're going after the agents because the agents may not have taken that step. And so that's where this comes in. You become the weakest link. That's why they're attacking aggressively. They attack IT companies aggressively because we have access to so many other people's systems. And you have to take that into account. You might be a doorway to somebody else. They may not necessarily want you, and this is where doctor's offices come in. They want that health information to use it elsewhere. So they're gonna attack doctor's offices. Real estate, you have probably hundreds of names in your Rolodex. If I can get your, bank, your um, client list, I can send out spam emails to all of your clients. And depending, they could be very wealthy clients. That might be the only way to find out that information. That's valuable and you don't think about it because like, well, I didn't get hacked. Nobody took any money from me, but my, I may have caused a hundred other people in my list to be hacked. And you don't want that reputation of, oh, they got out and used you to get to me. Got it. So let me do this. Um, the website for the company is ontechnologypartners.com. That's O-N 
T-E-C-H-N-O-L-O-G-Y partners.com, just like it sounds. And if you want to find the link to the book, it's just slash relax slash. And I'm sure if you Google it, uh, Ken, it's available on Amazon, I think. Available on Amazon and Borders and other bookstores. Got it. So, and on technologypartners.com, it's a great way to reach Ken. Uh, Before I let you go, we're we're winding down here. We'll save a few minutes at the end. We'll stay on after we're done with the session here and see if anyone has questions. But there was a really interesting thing that I heard in my BNI meeting from Lucy today and from you about this 15 hour uh, that's available to help small businesses with their security. Uh, Tell us a little bit about that and how we do that and, and what it involves, 15 hours. Yep, so we have through the CARES Act, which means it's, it's free to you, you're paying for it with your tax dollars. We were given a mandate by the state of Ohio, the Small Business Development Centers, to help companies be more secure. So it doesn't matter how small you are, I think you can have up to 500 employees in Ohio. You just have to register with the SBDC and then contact us. And if you, go, if you send an email to info at ontechpartners.com and say information SBDC, We'll send you how to register. We'll help you get through it. Now we do have to move quick because we only have it till the end of September and then it runs out. We're trying to uh, get it extended. We'd love to get one more year of this. We've gotten almost hundred companies to go through this program. And it just lets us sit down. We take you through what we call the cyber risk review. And we talk about 22 questions where we sit on the phone together because I know nobody has the time to sit down and do those surveys themselves. If you're looking at cyber insurance, it's really good to kind of help you get prepared for cyber insurance. Um, and everybody should be considering it at some level. Um, but cyber insurance is going to have a questionnaire that you're going to have to answer. I was just talking with several cyber insurance companies, and people don't understand what they're being asked. They don't understand. And the insurance companies can deny you your claim if you didn't do it right. So this can help you get ready for that type of conversation. It can show you what is valuable information. Like we've said, realtors have lots of valuable information they may not think about. This is a free way to give you that visibility into what is happening in your company so that you can be able to better prepare for what comes next. If you do want to take credit cards, what does it mean to be PCI compliant? Are you PCI compliant? If you have other things, obviously, Realtors, you might have other financial concerns you have. Doctors have HIPAA. Manufacturing has the new CMMC from the Department of Defense. We can help you with those conversations and compliance issues, and you can get started with us for free. And there's no obligation. At the end of the 15 hours, some of our clients have gone off and continue to work with their existing IT team. Some have engaged us further, but it's your choice. The money is there. We still have about $40,000 to use in two months. We would love to get as many people through this program as we can before we lose it. Great. So I would say that uh, brokerages, agents, this is a a must. I mean, it's a no-brainer to do 15 hours. And again, email info at ontech partners.com, or you can go to the website on technologypartners.com, I'm sure, and find your information there. Tony, I know we're running out of time here. Do you have any uh, questions for Ken or any last comments before we start wrapping up here? 
No, just, uh, you know, use your spidey senses. <laughs> if you don't know the people on the other side, and if you think it's someone else, you got to call and check, double check. And I get those, uh, I get people sending Facebook requests and different things. And I have agents, you know, we get those text messages. Just double check with the other side before you do anything. And like I said, if it's if it's in real estate, you didn't win the lottery. If someone calls you or asking you for information or wants your help and you don't know who they are and they're not a referral, it's probably a scam. Yep. Yeah. Sadly, that's the case. It's a shame though. Yeah. A lot of this is common sense, but Hey, and Ken, like you said, I, I love your message about, Hey, don't, don't be ashamed. This happens to the best of us. Uh, my name gets used constantly for scams and I'm actually going to save that question for after we end our recording here. If, if you have a few more minutes, we'll, we'll have some Q and a after this. Uh, but so Ken, uh, any last message here for the recorded version of this awesome session? I can't thank you enough for taking the time to do this. Uh, renowned author, Ken Fanger, uh, Relax, a true guide to cybersecurity and IT guru with On Technology Partners. Any last thoughts? And then we'll wrap it up and stay. I'll stay a few minutes extra for Q&A. So I, I didn't get to tell it, but I do have a wonderful rocket scientist story that I love to share. So if any of your listeners want to... Uh, Register for me for an event or a party. I am a speaker and I'll tell them the rocket scientist story and it helps to show even the smartest of us can get taken at times. Awesome. Well, Ken, maybe we'll do this again in a couple of weeks. Uh, there's so much more we could cover, but I think the message today was powerful. There's this uh, 15 hours available, realtors, brokers, small business owners, you know, please engage and make sure that you have yourself covered so that you can relax. Uh, that's all I have for you today, guys. We'll have Ken on again soon. And again, if you want to stay tuned, we'll have a few minutes for Q&A. Uh, Tony, you're going to need the Zoom, the Zoom though, aren't you? Uh, no, I use my my own. <laughs> okay. All right. Very the, good. But De Debbie's on Thursdays. I need it on Thursdays. <laughs> okay. Got it. Got it. All right, guys. Well, hey, thanks for joining me again. It's uh, if, if you are watching this uh, on YouTube, Facebook, please like, comment, share. This is great information. Share this with all your realtor friends and, and all your small business owners, because this is so important, especially now, guys. So we'll wrap it up here. Uh, if you're if you're listening on free beer and real estate, thank you. And like I said, tomorrow the beer's on me. Have a good one, everyone. Thank you so much. We hope you enjoyed free beer and real estate from Century 21 Homestar and the 21 Mike team. Please subscribe to our podcast and find us on YouTube by searching for Mike Ferrante, Cleveland Realtor. You will find videos, training, and even recipes from 21 Mike's vegan kitchen.